This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing for January 22nd. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Minnesota incorrectly imposed a state provider tax on self-funded health plan customers and violated its fiduciary duties under ERISA. That's according to a new lawsuit filed against the payer by the Labor Department. Since 1994, Minnesota has imposed a tax on the gross revenue of hospitals, surgical centers, and other health care providers. It comes from payments for providing care to patients. The tax funds Minnesota Care, a health insurance program for residents with low incomes. In its lawsuit filed in a Minnesota federal court, the Labor Department alleges that Blue Cross secretly passed the cost of the tax to self-funded employer health plans as part of the negotiated rates it pays to providers. State law does permit the tax obligation to be transferred from providers to third-party contracts for the purchase of health care services on behalf of a patient, but the provider must specifically request that tax transfer. According to the lawsuit, Blue Cross has for years unilaterally caused the self-funded health benefit plans for which it serves as TPA to compensate Blue Cross's in-network providers for amounts they owe under a Minnesota provider tax. Amounts the providers never billed or passed on to the plans without authority to do so under the plan's governing documents. Between 2016 and 2020, Blue Cross allegedly collected at least $66 million from self-funded plans under the provider tax. The payer currently serves as third-party administrator to 370 self-funded plans in Minnesota. According to the lawsuit, by exercising discretionary authority over the plans in this way, Blue Cross acted as a fiduciary of the plans and violated ERISA's fiduciary standards and pro- prohibited transaction rules by serving its own interests over those plans. The payer told Beckers that the company cannot comment on specifics of active litigation, but it strongly believes the underlying claims in the Department of Labor lawsuit are without merit and based on unsupported interpretations of the Minnesota Provider Tax Law. They continued saying that their negotiated payment rates incorporated all applicable taxes and fees and reflect their commitment to ensuring every member has access to affordable, high-quality care. Well, coding intensity and the types of enrollees who select Medicare Advantage plans will drive an additional $88 billion in payments to the program in 2024 compared with what traditional Medicare would receive. That's according to new estimates from the Medicare Payment and Advisory Commission. At a January 12th meeting, committee staff laid out its annual status report for Medicare Advantage this year. The advisory group estimated that risk scores in Medicare Advantage will be 20% higher for patients than if they were enrolled in traditional Medicare. Those higher risk scores will account for $54 billion in additional payments to Medicare Advantage plans in 2024. Differences between who enrolls in MA and traditional Medicare will drive $34 billion in payments to Medicare Advantage this year, according to MedPAC. According to the Commission's report, beneficiaries who use more medical services may self-select out of Medicare Advantage because they perceive the program to have limited networks and possible delays in care from the use of prior authorization. Beneficiaries who tend to use less medical care may find Medicare Advantage programs cheaper. In 2023, 52% of eligible Medicare beneficiaries enrolled in MA plans. Bright Health Group is rebranding as New Health and is relocating its corporate headquarters from Minneapolis to Doral, Florida. The company said it would adopt New Health, the name of its health services division, as its overall corporate brand name. The change comes after the company sold its California Medicare Advantage business, its last insurance offering to Molina Healthcare. The company ended the rest of its Bright Healthcare insurance offerings at the end of 2022. 
New Health has more than 3,000 affiliated providers. Well, CMS has finalized a rule to streamline the prior authorization process and improve the electronic exchange of health information that it estimates will save $15 billion over the next decade. The requirements generally apply to Medicare Advantage organizations, state Medicaid and CHIP agencies, Medicaid managed care plans and their CHIP affiliates, and qualified insurers on the federally facilitated exchanges. The agency first proposed that rule back in December of 2022. Beginning primarily in 2026, certain payers will be required to include a specific reason for why they deny prior authorization requests. They're going to be required to publicly report certain prior authorization metrics and send their decisions within 72 hours for urgent requests and within seven calendar days for standard requests. The rule also requires affected payers to implement a Health Level 7 Fast Healthcare Interoperability Resources Standard Application Programming Interface to support electronic prior authorization. Well, Humana is expecting higher medical costs and lower Medicare Advantage enrollment to hurt its year-end profits. In documents the company filed with the SEC January 18th, Humana said that medical costs continue to climb in the fourth quarter of last year. Humana reported a medical loss ratio of 91.4% in the fourth quarter. That's compared to the 89.5% it had originally predicted. The company's full-year MLR in 2023 was 88%. That's higher than the 87.5% the company predicted. Higher inpatient utilization and increased outpatient surgeries and supplemental benefit use drove that increase, according to the company. Humana, quote, worked diligently throughout the year to leverage the strength, scale, and agility of the organization to offset the elevated medical costs with various administrative cost containment, productivity, and other initiatives, the company said, but it was unable to offset all of the rising medical costs. Humana cut its projected adjusting earnings per share guidance for 2023 based on those rising costs. It expects to report $26.09 in adjusted EPS, for last year, that's down from $28.25 it had projected back in November. In addition to those rising medical costs, Humana also reported its Medicare Advantage growth during the annual enrollment period was below its expectations. The company added around 100,000 new members, representing a 1.8% growth rate. That's lower than the company's previous expectation that it would hit average industry growth or slightly higher. Insurers industry-wide have warned of rising medical costs throughout 2023, especially among the senior population, driven in part by pent-up demand for elective surgeries delayed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yemen has also said that it plans to lay off a small portion of its workforce. The company told Beckers that it did announce some limited workforce reductions the the week prior to January 16th, The impacted positions represented a small percentage of their total workforce and were geographically dispersed across multiple locations. The company declined to say how many employees specifically were affected by the layoffs. And finally, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina has purchased all North Carolina locations of FastMed, a national chain of urgent care clinics. The payer also named Jim Moffitt as FastMed's CEO. He previously served as president of Trinity Health's Holy Cross Medical Group in Fort Lauderdale and was president and CEO of Advent Health's medical group before that. FastMed offers preventive telehealth, occupational, primary, and urgent care services at clinics across North Carolina and a few other states. In North Carolina specifically, the company operates 55 facilities. Blue Cross has been a non-controlling minority investor in the company since 2012, and the company will continue to operate independently. It will also continue to accept all patients, not just Blue Cross members. 
If you'd like the latest health insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.